Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the making of Limitless Dental. I know we said we were going to be consistent with Nick and the first episode that was released was so good. So many people reached out to me. I hope they reached out to you. It's been awesome just hearing the start of, of your story, Nick. Um, but for those who haven't heard the last episode, which was released, um, oh crap, that was like April? Two months. months. Yeah, it was a while. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I was surprised that that much time went, went by between this, the first one and this one. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's embarrassing. Okay. Uh, Let me get our shit together, guys. We are <laughs> together. Okay. So if you haven't already heard Nick's first episode, pause this, go back to episode one, um, and then resume this. But um, without further ado, episode two, Nick, how's it going? How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm feeling a little bit better uh, this these past uh, week or two because we've had some Good progress at the office. We were at a heavy standstill for a while. So very happy that parts are finally moving and we're getting there now. Okay. So um, just to recap, why was there a standstill and where are you at currently? So I think probably since we last talked, when we were talking, they were still working. Um, but we had about a five or six week delay because of inspections. So like you know, anyone knows you have to go through plumbing, electrical, um, fire, and then there's a building inspection before they can put sheetrock up and start closing the walls, the floors and everything like that. So, you know, we passed, we failed fire apparently three times. Um, but my contractor lied to me and said that they, we only failed once. And he said they didn't show the other two times. But there's actually an online portal that you can go on, you can actually look which my mother is a real estate agent, knew this. So that's how we found out about that. So oh if you're doing a startup, find the portal. Keep, don't trust what your contractor says because like that was his fault. Like, what? Yeah, so that's been that's been the delays. We just passed um, our third, our fire one, which was the third one uh, last Wednesday. And then this Monday, we just, we just passed building. So now they're sheetrocking and starting all that stuff. So six weeks of no work at my office because of that. Six weeks, literally. And have you already started that whole like free month or free rent? So I got, fortunately with my TI, I got 10 free months of rent. Um, so my lease started February 1st. So as long as I can get these doors open by, let's say September at the latest, I'll still have two or three months of free rent that I can use that money towards marketing. Oh my gosh. So are they thinking that everything is going to be smooth sailing from here? My contractor, he told my equipment specialist yesterday that he thinks he'll be ready for equipment install in four weeks. So like, you know, if that's the case, let's say eight, six to eight weeks, maybe eight weeks, probably hope, hopefully the doors can potentially open. The, I, I try not to hold my breath at these things anymore. As long as like, as long as it's moving forward, as long as I get open before my rent kicks in and I get a couple free months, that's a, that's a win for me. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, well, I'm glad that, that they're finally picking up work again. How did you find your contractor? So I'm working with ideal practices. I know we spoke about this last time, like my, my consultants. So they gave me three people that they've worked with in uh, New Jersey, the tri-state area. I contacted them three. And then I actually asked some of my previous places that I worked who they use. Um, so I reached out to their contractors also, because like the ones that my, my consultants got me, they were extremely high what they, what they were like, you know, quoting me. All right. So for everyone, like it's a 2,600 square foot office. Uh, we actually, when we started knocking walls down, we actually found more. So we have about 3,100, but like that wasn't in the, wait, in my wait, lease. Hold on. Hold on. How do I, you, how do you magic? Yeah. Square footage? Yeah. That's amazing. So like, well, it, it's the building's fault because like the first floor plan that they gave us was incorrect. Yeah. So like when my contractor knocked down all the walls, he goes, we found, Hundred like hundred square feet there, hundred square feet there. He's like they they didn't like properly give us, so that's their fault. Oh but my, my plan was always seven ops for twenty six hundred square feet. I'm still keeping it as seven ops for thirty whatever thirty and change whatever it is or three thousand. Um, but there is room for more if I really want it. But that's not you know. 
here or there. So you found an extra 500 square feet and, and you're still paying the same rent. Same rent. Yes. So I think I am $25 a square foot, um, which for where my location is, you, it is very, very good for being in a city and where, and a ground floor and a corner place. I got lucky because the area that I chose there, the building's brand new, but there's also all new complexes right around it. So like when I first signed it two years ago, those complexes were nothing. Now they're all people living in them, full complexes, the the park is built, everything's built now. So I I got I got lucky with that, to be honest with you. So you're sitting on a gold mine of a location. I I think so. And everyone I talk to like is like, yeah, like, you know, we have parking included. We're on a ground floor. We have floor to ceiling windows. You don't get that in the city. Oh my god. It, 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 it's very hard to find. So that's why I waited so long for this space. It's just they had the th- they had the right things. So can you remind us again, Nick, what your target demographic is and and what kind of reports ideal practices ran for you prior to choosing this location? So they, they um so my ideal demographic is probably gonna it's it's gonna be varied. So I do a lot of cosmetics, but I also do a lot of surgeries. So like let's say implant wise, right? Implant wise, you're gonna probably want an older population for if you're doing all on X's, right? Versus a younger patient who, let's say it's a 25-year-old person living in Hoboken, they break a front tooth, they're going to need an implant, If it, obviously, if it's broken underneath the gums, but let's say they need an implant there. I'm hoping that they come to me for the cosmetic implant in the front. So, like, my demo can be anywhere from 25 to, let's say, 40 for veneers, but I also want the 60-plus range. So, like, the city that I'm in, Jersey City, it's a very big city, okay? So, there is a, a very nice section but there's also a low income section, okay? And there's an older population of people who've been living there for years and years. They just, they're grandfathered in. These homes are so expensive in in the city now, but they've been grandfathered in. So like, I still get those young people from like the nicer, but then I get the older people from the others. So like, it's a nice combination of both because like for me, I need both. I need the implant people, but I also need the young people who want the veneers and cosmetics. And so, so, and what, um. My consultant agency, they ran demographic reports. Um, I don't know the exact website that they use, but they ran demographic reports before I figured out a location on all the locations. And they were looking for that ratio, the golden ratio, what 2001, I think is what they say. But, you know, when I spoke, well, I was on like a, the Bulletproof practice and, uh, podcast once and like, they were like, that's still a little low. It should probably be three to 4,000. It's just like in a city, we might not get that lucky though. So like, my location was, I think, 2,500 to one. Uh, but this was before all those apartment complexes were created around it. So now there's huge apartment complexes with thousands of people in it. So like that, that probably changed, honestly. And honestly, I think those demographic reports, I, you can take it with a grain of salt. Like yep. I've seen people kill it and, and their numbers are nowhere near to that. So if you're listening and, and, those, and your numbers don't look like that, don't be disheartened. Just you're you're gonna be fine. Um, outmarket I, it. You can outmarket that. Okay. Like it's, it's just... That is the perfect segue because I, on our first episode, I think we had just brushed the surface of marketing. And so, if you guys don't know, Nick has been an associate at multiple locations, sometimes driving hours just to be the the implant specialist, right, of the practice. So you. You've had the runway to start branding yourself and start really connecting with patients who are already going to follow you. So that one, that that is such a huge bonus. But but now what are you doing in terms of marketing? Are you doing SEO? All of that stuff. So I signed with uh, identity marketing, um, like I would say six or seven months ago, they designed my logo, they designed my website. Um, when we thought our timeline was a little bit, let's say two months ago, I started my SEO a little early, unfortunately. So I'm paying that money for the SEO, but I haven't started the Facebook, the Google ads, all that jazz, not until two or three weeks prior to doors opening, obviously, because I don't have anyone answering phone calls right now. So we started with the SEO there. 
um, identity marketing, Grace Rizza. I saw her post a lot in those groups. Like it might even be your group and those other dental Facebook groups, but I saw everyone talk about her. So like I had a console with her and then I also talked to the studio 88, which is, I guess your company. I know they are love them. I love them for their story. Like their websites are gorgeous. And, and I was thinking it was between them or who I went with. And like, I, for some reason, I just like connected with Grace a little bit more. So I went with them. But like, I see the stuff that you're doing with Studio 88. I love like the website. It's awesome. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And I love I love Studio 88. I'm not too familiar with Grace, but I've heard great things about her. Do you mind sharing how much you're spending on yeah. SEO? Yes. So take this with a grain of salt because I've been able to leverage my Instagram probably more than other people for discounted fees on, on everything. Okay. So for me personally, I think it was 6,500 was the initial fee that I paid for website design for my logo, uh, for setting up everything. That was my initial price. I think they normally charge probably eight, 9,000, maybe a little bit more than that, depending on what company I talked to wondrous too. There was probably a little bit more expensive than that, to be honest with you. Um, but I paid 65 and now my monthly fee for them to do SEO and to maintain my website, I think is 925, but that also includes them managing my Facebook ads, my Google ads, and they're, and they're managing all that other stuff. So like that 925 does all of that. And then all my marketing spend is obviously on top of that. So like for me personally, I'm probably going to put six or $7,000 in ads the first month or two and just go at it first. I know like Personally, like ideal practices told me I should only do 2,500 to start just because of the, this, but yeah. like I want, I want to go for it. So I'm probably going to put a little bit more than that because what they're saying these days is if you're putting 2,500 in, you're probably getting 15 new patients a month. That's, that's, that's not, that's not like, that's not enough. So like that, that's what my logic is. I'm just going to overpay and, and hopefully overpay for me, I guess. Cause there's people, I work in an office, the guy's spending 15, $20,000 a month in marketing and he's crushing it. But he's crushing it. He's doing 25 arches a month, 30 arches a month. Yeah. Just like, I mean, with your skill set, like that's like peanuts compared to like what an actual full mouth case costs. Exactly. Exactly. You have to obviously spend money to make money. I know that's like a cliche, but like you have to do that in dentistry, unfortunately, and especially for you know the marketing. So who are you? Who did you set your your loan up with and how much working capital do you have to use towards this? So I've worked, um, when I initially was looking, I spoke to Huntington, I spoke to uh, Bank of America and Provide. Um, I ended up going with Provide just because Provide is like one of the newer kids on the block and like a lot of their stuff is very easy to upload your documents on a portal. So like, it's just very like, I don't have to call someone to do what I need to do. Everything's a portal ran through. So initially we thought we were only going to need 650. Um, then we went to seven and then like two months ago, they hit me up and they were like, Hey, we're going to give you another 50 if you need it. So now we're at 750 from them. I got 104 in TI uh, TI for my building. So that's 854. Awesome. Yes. Yes. And then I, I also have injected probably like a hundred myself personally, to be honest, I paid for my, my 3d printer. I paid for my scanner. I'm paying for my, uh, CBCT with my cash. So that's another hundred, hundred. I don't want to have to pay more loans. You know what I mean? It's just like, I'd rather just pay that out of the way and just have to deal with the practice loan. So you are going against the grain a little bit, so to speak, because everybody, everybody touts, Cash is king, cash is king, hold on to your cash flow, but you'd rather just pay for the the toys and then not have debt. Can you walk me through that thought process? I, I honestly think that like everyone has a different risk tolerance, obviously. Like I was always brought up, like my parents always told me just like to pay down your debts. Like that's, I don't like having to spend like monthly recurring things. Like I'd rather just pay it out of the way. I know that might not be smart in the grand scheme of it. Um, but the reason why I'm driving an hour and a half, two hours to the certain location is because I'm, you know, producing 1.2 to 1.5 million a year as an associate. So like I'm doing well, but I've saved a lot of money to be able to do what I'm doing right now. And other people don't see that. Like I drive a shitty Nissan, I'm sorry, it occurs, but I, I, I drive a Nissan Frontier that is my dad's own. He owns it from his business. So like, I'm not paying a monthly payment for a car. If you get a BMW, it's $700 a month. Okay. 
nowhere to spend your money. I'm not spending it on cars. I'm paying my this and I'm putting that money towards the scanner, the printer, because I just knew in my head personally that like, I'd rather pay for that and just put my money towards it and just suck it up for a little bit because it, it will come back. So like, it might not be the right mindset for most people because like they want cash on hand, but Hey, I, I've worked for five or six years. I've, I've saved a lot of money to be able to, to do this. I, I mean, I think, I think it's amazing. And I, I love, I love that mindset. I, I, cause in the startup group in particular, everyone is so scared to like go all in and they'll like dip their toe and they'll still work as an associate, associate hating life for four days and then wonder why their startup isn't growing, but they're also pinching pennies to see how cheaply they can build their, their, their practice. And for most yeah. of us, I mean, if you look at the statistics, for most of us, we're only going to be opening one practice, at least yep. for most of us in the group. So if mm -hmm. you're pinching pennies and then that you think about, okay, well, if you're going to be working another 30, 40 years, that's, I mean, you, you've now like put, put yourself in a hole of what yep. you want out of your practice, out of your life, out of your fulfillment. So I love that you are like, nope, we're going balls to the wall. <laughs> I, I, I get messages all the time from my dentist being like, are you sure? <laughs> like, why are you spending this? I'm like, I just know. I just know. I have a vision in my head. Like, I, I, I need to practice a certain way. And I know what the tech and what that sort of stuff, just even for like, like employees, even for like, it's just a mindset. Like, this guy has a growth mindset. I get it. It's going to be expensive now, but in the back end, I hopefully it makes up for it. Who knows? We'll see. But like, I, I was never for one for like, just, I'm going to be practicing in this office for the next 30 years. I want it to be nice when I walk in the door. Right. Like, yeah, that's the way I see it. Oh my, my life. God. So a hundred percent. And, and I, I love that so much. Like I, so I built my first office also with the same mindset. Like everyone's told me like, don't put that much money in like don't invest in it's it just your first one it's, invest in the second one that that's yeah. what they all say oh my gosh i i mean i love my first location like i think it's beautiful and it's it it set the tone for my brand and i mm -hmm. believe in brand like nike lululemon like all of those brands stand for something and if you're doing a, a startup versus acquiring typically it's because you want to be doing something a bit differently you don't want to open yep. up shop and be like the box that no one else really cares about so yeah you want it to be you and yes. like that's why you're doing a startup because yeah. you didn't want to take someone else's and have to rebrand their place you want everything yourself from day one so like you got to invest unfortunately in it yes you have to invest it takes money to make money and, um, oh, man, I'm so excited because Nick is going to be in our mastermind, guys. Oh, my gosh. Um, Nick is going to join us in wine country. And we're going to talk about all the things, marketing, growth mindset, like, and, like, skill set. Like, we're both Coist grads. And congrats, by the way. It's awesome. It's awesome. It feels good. Doesn't it feel like being done? <laughs> I don't have to fly to Seattle anymore, really, from the East Coast unless I'm going to do mentor. It's, like, it's nice getting that out of the way. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's so nice to have that. And, oh, gosh. but Are you, you going to be a mentor? I feel like you are. I feel like I have so many things that I still am wanting to do. <laughs> I know. That's, that's the same thing I thought. It's just like now I kind of like, you know, because I have so many hours to see. I want to get my FAGD and I want to get my master's. Like I'm already above, like I'm at, I, I'm close to being able to get my master's. My ma what, master's is a thousand hours. I'm at like nine something. So it's just like. I want to take time to study for the FAJD, then I would do this. And like, how am I going to have time to like also fly out the Kois once or twice a year? It's just like, it's a lot. No, it's, it's a lot. And I'm presuming at some point you're going to want kids, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've been talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> have, have you guys set a date yet for the wedding? I, I haven't. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Soon, 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 soon. Oh my gosh, I am so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Done. I should have done it. I should have done it a long time ago. But with like with the, the office and the, my the house that I just got, like it all happened at kind of the same time. So like, 
I ha- we had a delay a little bit. Okay. Well, uh, sorry to put Nick on the spot here. Oh my gosh. Talk about foot in the mouth moment. <laughs> <laughs> so back to your practice. Um, can you walk me through what uh, what like specific tech toys you bought? Because I'm yes. in the process of looking as well. So I just actually had my install set up for my Trios 5 this morning, nice. which is like the sexiest thing I've ever held in my life, that wand. Like if you've if you held other wands, like the Iperos and like the Prime Scans, like I, I've been with a lot of them. I haven't used Medit, but I've used like all the other big name ones. And like this one, for some reason, when I picked it up today, it's so light, it's so small. It is so responsive even to the point, I'm sorry, I'm like, I, this is just was awesome to me. When you put a tip on the top of it, it registers what tip you put and then the LED light underneath it changes color based off what tip is on it. And like, that might not sound cool, but like, I thought it was cool as hell because then like, you know what's on it. But like, so I got the Trios 5. Um, I got a good deal on it. Um, I think the Trios 5 is now running around 30,000, 31, depending on where you kind of get it. Can you can you scan uh, using the trios and send it to Invisalign or no? It's I, only Itero because they're like they're the mafia. They they want you to pay for their service to do it. Yeah. yeah, but like personally, I like I've used the Itero before. I don't like it for restorative. I don't like it for restorative. So if I got an Itero, it would only be for Invisalign. Do I need to use Invisalign? No, like I maybe can use another brand. Invisalign has the name though, unfortunately. And I'm in a city, so like everyone's like, I'm getting Invisalign. So like they'll pay a little bit more. So unfortunately, it's gonna have to be impression, scan the impression, gotcha. and 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 then hopefully hopefully send it to them. So like I'm gonna cross that barrier when I get there. I know I'm gonna have to do that in the next few months when I start doing Invisalign, but I'm also gonna do Sure Smile and like some of the other ones and see how I like those and then kind of ride it from there. Okay. So trios five, what else? Oh, so the Sprint Ray 55S. Ooh, uh, the new tell me about the Sprint Ray. Can yes, so that's get them sponsor the podcast, Nick. <laughs> I I actually might I might be a uh, I, I've been talking to them about being a KOL for them. So like I I might get into that realm. But like Sprint Ray is awesome. I'm sorry. Like I bought the Einstein first, the Einstein two, and this was like ten months ago. I bought it because I'm like I'm going to be open in a few months. So like. I bought the Einstein, I paid for it, but I didn't have them ship it. And then all of a sudden, Sprint Ray announced the ceramic crown the with the, with the new one. So like that got me churning in my head. And I'm like, Sprint Ray is a very good company. Like they're, they have great uh, like uh, customer service. So like that's, I just decided to make a switch from the Einstein to that. Desktop Health, I think just got sold or something to a different company. So like they don't, have a great so I went with Sprint Ray. Uh, long story short, and like they're awesome so, so far. For Ray fifty five, do you remember how much you paid for that? So um, if we add in all the resins I bought, because I bought like the c- ceramic crown resin, which is a very expensive resin, then the surgical guide, the model one, um, the night guard one, the resin that they had. So I bought all those resins, and I also. I did not buy their wash system, the Pro Wash. I think it was the Pro Wash one. The Pro Wash one, from what I hear, is they're releasing their second version of it pretty soon. So I bought what's called a, the Tornado. Uh, mm-hmm. It's from a different a Vortex Tornado. It's called. It's from a different company, but it was only seventy five, uh, seven hundred and fifty bucks versus like three or four grand. So I saved a little money, and then I got the Pro Cure too. So I got the Sprint Ray printer. I got a different wash, and then the Cure I got uh, via Sprint Ray, and it was about. That whole order with all the resins around twenty one thousand. Twenty one thousand. Okay, so I, I need to pick your brain first. Where did you learn how to do all this like three D printing stuff? Um. So like right now, one of the offices that I'm working at, he has an Einstein too, and he does the guy who does all the arches. He prints his same day all on X resins, and and like he does the full arch stuff. So like I've been involved with him with him for a little bit, but like. I also like the first, the other place I worked before him, I forced him to buy a Formlabs printer. So we were using the Formlabs too for a little bit. Um, so that's how I kind of got into it. And like, I'm like weird. Like I don't particularly read like studies and stuff like that. Like, yes, I do. Like, that's why I went to Kois is because he curates his studies and he shows it to you. So that's what, that's, what's awesome about him. But I'm very like in tune to being on socials and seeing photos and learning from photos and posts of other people. 
it's wild how good social media can be at teaching you because like I picked up all this stuff from following certain people and like, be like, where'd you get your training? I was like, I kind of just like learned it from like following posts and doing that. And then I also want to do the mod, uh, the MOD, um, um, mod Institute mod with Wally. Job. That looks. That, that place looks awesome. So like, I, I'm going to do that at some point, probably to printing A to Z one, but like all of it, he's awesome because all of his stuff is free. If you're just willing to watch it on his YouTube and his different things, he releases all his content for free. So it's just like, you can learn it just online. What did what, what, you say? What was the YouTube channel that you learned? Just look at, just look at the MOD, uh, Mod Institute. He Mod. releases all of his, yeah, he releases all of his, like, the candy-coated technique for dentures and everything. He releases that stuff for free. So, like, if you don't want to pay to go to his courses, which I'm sure I've heard his courses were awesome, you can, you can learn it for free online. Wow. Okay, yeah. I do you know ExoCAD as well? So my thing, like in the beginning, I don't want to have to pay for the ExoCAD software because it is very expensive. Yeah. So like, I I think in the beginning when I start, I'm happy with scanning, having someone else design, and then me printing. So like, that's my idea. I'm not going to get into the design phase until my office is capable. Like we have enough people, we have enough flow that we can jump in. Because when you add another like process, that's gonna like that's time. That's time that I don't have. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, so yep. I okay. So we, you got the you got the trios five. You got the yep. sprint ray fifty five. You yep. the vort the tornado vortex. That, that that's that's a wash system. The just, wash. Yeah. And then what else did you say? I'm like so. <laughs> <laughs> so I got um for let's say my CT unit I got a Vodtech. Um, oh yes. Okay. Why? Okay. So here is my thing. Like we, there are so many things on the market, and it was like overwhelmed city. I'm like, what kind of frame do you want? Like, are you doing airway? All this. Okay. So how did you land on the Vodtech? So the thing I like about Vodtech. Um, I think their base, like their main, I think is South Korea, I think is their main, but they also have a, their United States headquarters is actually only 20 minutes from Jersey city. It's in Fort Lee, New, New Jersey. So that obviously that didn't like, didn't matter that much, but their customer service there is phenomenal. Okay. I went out to dinner with a couple, like the, like one of the C co-CEOs and stuff like that. Like they are on point with what they do. And all of their equipment works so darn well because of their, their, um, their, I'm sorry, but they fix it right away. If there's an issue, they'll come out and they'll do it right away. So like I wanted to be reliable and their x-rays are great. So like in the one office I'm working, we got the cheapest one that they had, the Vodtech, um, not the green, it was $37,000. That's their entry point one. Okay. But the field of view is terrible. Okay, so if you're doing all on X's, if you're doing anything with like, you're not going to get that in. But the great thing that they do also do is they have a buyback program. So if you want to upgrade to a larger field of view, they'll always buy back what you bought from them. So you don't have to sell, look for someone else. They're always upgrading this stuff. So like, if you want to step up to a larger field of view, they'll take back your old one, they'll give you a fair price for it. And then you can put that towards another one. So like, that's why I went them. They're doing all my X-rays. I got their, their gun too. I didn't get the Nomad. I got their gun. I got two of them. I got their sensors. It's just very integrated and customer service is barred on from everyone else I saw. Nice. So what, what field of view did you end up going with? I think it's a 10 by 12. I think it is, but there's also like, so like I didn't get the biggest one because like they have let's say they have five models, right? Their top model, which is the most expensive one is probably 150,000, okay? I didn't wanna go that crazy. Personally, in my head, my expenditure for a C CT was 50 to 60, yeah. right? So unfortunately, because of like my social media is an Instagram, I actually got a deal. I got, a, I got the DSO deal, okay? So I actually got it for 55,000 and it's 100, $104,000 is the unit that, that the retail. Do they sell that to everyone? No, they probably gave it to you for 80 or 90, but I got it for 55, okay? I also got the the gun, uh, the, their Nomad version, which is super light. Their one is awesome. I, I grouped this all in, I bought them all. So like, that's one thing when you're buying all this equipment, group in with the same company, because you get good deals, people. Like, 
don't try to mix mosh all different companies with this. They will give you breaks if you stay with them. And that's what I did. I use them for everything, all my x-rays, and I got a great deal for it. So like, that's why I went with them also because they're good quality too. So when you go with Vatek, are they sold directly or is it like Henry Shine Patterson? So I made the purchase via Henry Shine. So yes, yes. And shout out to Henry Shine also. I'm using them for all my things. They're awesome. They actually hooked me up with the Vodtech deal and a couple other deals because of my social media. So uh, love, love the guys at Henry Shine. Can personally, I mention, my area. I'm going to mention Nick Ciardiello's name when I make my order <laughs> as well. <laughs> He'll post me on your, your social. Can I get a discount? <laughs> Yo, you got to use it. Like, I've been using it a lot. Like, I use it for my trios. I use it for, like, all, yeah. you know? Dude, you're, That's what it's there for. Any kind of leverage that you can get, I swear, that's, I mean, you're killing it. I, um, oh my gosh, I was, I, oh, oh yeah, um, chairs, what are you, what equipment? I, I went with Belmont. Belmont, oh yeah, that's right. Bel yeah, because like, the thing is like, everyone pushes you for a deck. We are, every single person knows a deck is the best. We all know it. Okay. But you're going to spend twice as much as the next closest competitor to get a deck. And like, as a startup, yeah, I'm going to be practicing for 30 years and I want my chairs to last that long. But can you get something comparable that looks very nice? Yeah. Sure. I went with Belmont. The one big thing I liked about Belmont versus the other ones. So Belmont has a very wide range of colors. Okay. And they also have the ultra leather package that I got. So I got the black Belmont chairs, but their base is not that tan color. Their base is a white, a crisp white, which I like because I hate that tan color that a lot of the other companies that have. Tan color. It's gross. It's gross. It doesn't look good. So like that's what kind of sold me on them because I was like, oh, I like how they have a white base too, and they have a good they have a good track record too. So that, that's why I went with them. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like you're my spirit animal, Nick, because I will choose things in my office based on color as well. Like, well, I saw your drop top ceiling is straight black. I saw you post that. I showed my girlfriend. I was like, that is sick. I love I love that. <laughs> thank you. And Nick is going to hang out with me before we go to Sonoma. So you're coming. You're going to yep. have an in-person session in my new office. Um, no, I'm really excited to meet in person. Like, um, me too. Because I really feel like we're, we're on the, the same mindset and just overall, like, brand aesthetic, like, CE, yep. I think. Um, well, don't don't be surprised if you start seeing some videos and my bathroom looks very similar to your bathroom that you just saw. Because like we were like we were, we were slow motion on it, like we're doing that. <laughs> um, well, you have to tag me so that I can get some some street cred, okay? Mate, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> no, I, I will. You know, question though, so yeah. your your black drop top, right? Yeah. So. My drop top ceiling, I have sheetrock in most of the areas, but in the patient, we have to, we're running our wires overhead, unfortunately, because we can't trench. Okay. So I had to get the drop tops oh, in the operatories. I forgot about I that. Well, it is what it is. But like, so I ended up going with Ultima Vector. Okay. I don't know if uh, this is the name of the drop top that I went with. It is, it, and it's the best drop top because the borders in between are ultra, ultra thin. So it doesn't even look like there's borders in between. Right. Your black ones, though, look, look dope. Like, were they that much more expensive than getting white ones? You know, I just sign and close my eyes, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you also you also got the wood paneling at the front, the black, uh, what is it called? Herring, not herring, no, the herringbone your floor. You had the nice herringbone floor, but you also got those black panels. Look awesome. Thank you. I have, I have black panels, but they are separated by wood slats. Um, yeah, that's what I meant. The wood slept. How, how expensive was that? Because like those are pretty expensive. I, I've gotten some quotes for some of mine. So I, <laughs> I would prefer not to say because I overspend on it. I will no. Uh, okay, I will tell you after we record because it's, <laughs> um. All right. Didn't mean to put you on the spot. I'm sorry. What's that? I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're totally fine. I just don't want um, my husband, Brian, to hear <laughs> my sugar daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. All good. It's it's all for aesthetic, right? Like, and, and honestly, okay, there's this thing called deserve level, right? Like, we, people will, people will do things that they internally feel they are worthy of. 
And I feel that one, I deserve to practice in a beautiful space. I feel that my employees, my team deserves to practice in a space that will inspire them. And I feel that my patients deserve to be treated in a place that is also aesthetically pleasing and comfortable. That is my deserve level. So when, when you are going to Porsche and you are going to spend six figures on a car, if you look around, everything from the beginning to the end is curated. And that's what I want. Like there is a, a brand, there's an aesthetic, there's a customer service, there's an ambiance that I am wanting to create because I do want to do higher end procedures. I want to get out of network with all insurances. I want to attract the clientele who are going to seek me out over the run of the mill PPO practice. So. Yep. Yep. No, I, trust me. I'm, I'm right with you. I, I, everyone was, when I was getting, so that ultimate vector top that I was talking about, like it's pretty expensive, but like, it's just, I like how it looks like it, it, it's just like that little thing. Not many people would care about, but like I do, like I want the white backs on my chairs and not the tan ones. It's just like those little things that matter. <laughs> Honestly. And when, um, when you, when you're starting to like build, I, you already know this, but like telling the story of limitless dental to your patients and say, you know what, like everything that is in this practice, I designed with intention, including the color of the, the chairs. And when, yeah. when they know that they realize like, oh, if he is paying that much attention to detail, then of course he's going to be putting that kind of love and respect in my own mouth. So that's what I think. I agree. I agree. Not many other dentists. Well, not, I don't want to say not many, but there, there are a lot of dentists out there that like, don't, don't think like that. No, honestly. No, I, <laughs> I think the majority of the practices out there think that way. So, yep. Yeah. But that's why, um, that's why we're so special, right, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> Can you believe it's already been 45 minutes? I know. I looked down at my watch for like two seconds ago. I was like, damn, that's, it's already 2.15. <laughs> okay. So we talked, we talked marketing. We talked alone. We talked demographics and also your technology. I want to know what your plan is for you, all of your associateships. Are you planning on dropping them one by one? Are you planning on just going like, dumping jumping off the deep end and, and doing full-time in your practice what are your thoughts so right now i actually am down to only two okay i was at three or four at one point i dialed it down because i thought i was gonna you know obviously months ago i'm gonna drop one um they're both aware that i'm opening my own place so i'm dropping one and then i'm keeping the other just for tuesday thursdays and then i'm gonna be in the office with a, a hygienist will be there monday wednesday i'll be there monday wednesday friday Friday, a half day, and then at the end of the half, I'll do business stuff at the end of the day. So that's, that was my plan. Now, is your long-term plan to work on Fridays? No, no. I, uh, I would say, like, my goal, I think, like, in a couple of years, my ideal would probably be working three days clinically a week, uh, one day with the business, and that other day, hopefully, off. Yeah. Um, and particularly in Jersey, Working Fridays and, and like is tough in the summers too, because like everyone shoots down the shore in the summer. It's like a different vibe. So I don't want to work Fridays in the summer. Maybe I'll work Fridays in the winter for a couple of years, but in the summer, I'm not going to work Fridays. So why start working Fridays now? <laughs> to pay the bills. <laughs> but I, I know it, it's unfortunate, but like, I, I just, you know, my hours, I'm staggering my hours also. So like Monday, Wednesday, I'm doing 10 to six, right? So where I'm working is in the city. I don't live in the city anymore. I live in the suburbs. So if I go on off hours, it's only 28 minutes. That's, that's what Google Maps says. Okay. So if I go at rush hour, it will take me an hour and a half to get there. If I go at off hours, it will only, it, it's New York city traffic you're hitting. So if I go at off hours, it will take me 30 minutes, which is not, which is reasonable. It's not bad. So I'm doing 10 to six Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday, I'm doing seven to four and then Friday seven to one. So it's a kind of like a halfish day. And I love that you said that you're starting off with a hygienist. And if you didn't hear last, the last episode, why again, Nick, are you starting with the hygienist? 
contrary to well, popular popular belief? <laughs> well, 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 it's 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 growth mindset. You know what I mean? Like, I I personally don't think that. Let's say you have all this training to back you up, right? We're coy centers now. That's a cool thing to say. Patients obviously don't really know what that means, but let's say you have this like you're supposed to be this cosmetic guy, right? That's like how I, when people see my Instagram, they follow me on Instagram, then they go in to see me and like, I walk in to do the cleaning. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. But like, I just haven't cleaned a tooth since dental school. I can't do it as good as a hygienist does it. I work better with a hygienist as a teammate, right? Instead of me just being there, I just know that I can't provide the same care as a hygienist would be able to. And especially when a patient is coming for my brand, I want them to be with a hygienist who's a stud and like will represent me better than what I can do. A hundred percent. And oh my gosh, your video about. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the, the one where um, you working without a hygienist and one oh, yeah. the hygienist. Oh my gosh. That I was I, like dying. I, I actually, so I actually like posted that um, I, a couple years ago, right? And I and I reposted it when I started hiring. Uh, I posted it, and then in the comments, I said, "We are now hiring hygienists." I got twenty emails with resumes just from posting in the comment underneath that we're now hiring. So I use that, I use that to leverage people to see the posts oh and to get me resumes. Yeah, Nick, you're a social media genius. Okay, so. Um, you, you have hired a hygienist then already you, you've narrowed it down. Yeah. I got my hygienist. I have my front desk. Um, the assistant, the, the thing about the assistant was like, uh, about two months ago when I started the hiring process, they tell you, you shouldn't be putting ads out before eight weeks, right? Six to eight weeks. Because like, if you hire someone at week, you're eight weeks from open, you hire someone is an assistant going to wait two months for your doors to open and you're a startup. Is it going to be two months? Is it going to be three? Is it going to be four? So like that was tough. I hired the front desk because I loved her. I loved my hygienist. So I hired her. And then now I'm in a point where I'm messaging them every Monday and I'm giving them updates, but I don't have firm timelines. So like, it's tough. Like I don't want them to go somewhere else. And like, yeah. So like now I'm back into the rehiring the assistant phase. I'm starting to get the emails back. I had a lot of good candidates. But like, you're always like, should I hire someone else? Like, is there going to be a better, like, it, it's, it's just fair. It's hard. So did you work with the hygienist and front desk from another office? <laughs> so the, the hygienist one was a weird story. So like, oh. I do a, I do a phone. In, <laughs> so I do, you should be doing a phone interview before you meet anyone in person. All right. Your dentist, you're busy. Don't waste your time doing it in person before you talk on the phone. You're interviewing them, but they're interviewing you. Like you oh. should ask them. Do, are these hours going to work for you? Because if they're not, why am I going to bring you in for an in-person interview if the hours aren't going to work for you, right? It, it, whatever. So get that out of the way. On the in-person interview for the hygienist, she walks in and I was like, hi, I'm Dr. Nick. Nice to meet you. She goes, oh, I actually tempt one time at one of the offices that I work. And she, I didn't remember because like we had three hygienists at that office and it was like a couple years ago. And she was like, oh, I met you that one day when... Okay. And she was like, but she was a tent. So like I, at the time I didn't remember who it was, but like she remembered me and then like I ended up hiring her because I really liked her and she's a stud. So yeah, yeah that, that, that was, it was awkward for me. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. So what, what is, what is the going rate for hygienists in your area? So they will say that the average rate is 50 to $60. Okay. Um, I'm paying mine 58. Um, in New York City, it can get anywhere from 60 to 70. I've even heard some get 75. Um, that's a little crazy to me, um, personally. But uh, I mean, if you're in Manhattan and you're making $3,000 a veneer, you can probably get that off. But like most of us peasants, we can't get away with charging $3,000 for a veneer where, where we are, unfortunately. Oh, man. Speaking of veneers, I'm really excited. I, I I don't know if you know this, but Andy, Andy is going to be. I, I saw that. Yeah, I talked. I talked to her a bunch. She's awesome. I, I was very happy. And her, Dr. Stan, uh, Stanley's going to be there too, oh right? It's going to be such a cool like house. Do you want to speak on like social media and stuff? You let me know. I I would do something like like this. Like if like we had like a like a, like a breakout session where we like kind of talk, but like. 
getting like a, a PowerPoint and stuff ready. Like I don't have the energy to do that right now. It's, okay, so something about this retreat, it's going to be more of this. It's going to be very casual, um, <clears throat> conversational, and it's just like a bunch of like-minded docs all just shooting ideas around over wine in the best freaking scenery ever. So it's, Then I do it. Yeah. I, I do it that I, I, I do it that way, like honestly. Get a little wine in me, I'll get a little tipsy, I'll start like releasing the, the, the secrets, you know. <laughs> Okay, now um, I got a verbal yes. So um, <laughs> I'm going damn to... it, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> um, I'm no, going but to... I, I would do it like we're doing it now. I I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, no, let's do a panel. Let's like um yep. like a social media strategy panel. Um, and then we can. I want your headshot. So send me a headshot, whatever you want to use. The okay. one on your website is so dope. Well, like, I don't. Is this the one no, where that's... your oh that. Yeah. I like that one in the front. It was, it was like nice symmetry. But like the other thing that sucks is like right now at the start of like, I don't have pictures of my office because no, nothing is built. So yeah. like if you go on my website right now, it's generic as hell. And like, I hate it, but it's like, that's another thing. All you start at Bent is like, it's, you know, you're going to have to put a website up there that doesn't have unique photos to start, unfortunately. All right. Do you have any renderings of what the space is going to look like? I never got renderings from my contractor or anything like that. Like, yeah, so it's just like, and that's my girlfriend. She's like, where are the renderings? I was like, we're rendering it in our head. <laughs> like, unfortunately. <laughs> so like, that's what we're doing. Like my, my contractor at one point, he yeah. forgot which rooms he was sheetrocking and it was, he was drop topping. And I was just like, dude, we, we agreed on a price because you added sheetrock, which is more expensive. How do you not know where you're putting the sheetrock in, in the office? Is your contractor dental specific? Yes. So he, the reason why I went with him is he actually did uh, the one office I worked at for five years, which was my longest tenure. He did that office. Gotcha. So like it was brand new. It was nice enough. And his price, like for instance, my highest uh, estimate was about 500,000. Right. And then my, yeah. And yeah. And then the cheapest one was 375. And this, my guy came out to be around 415, but that was with nitrous. So like, that's, that's why I went with him. It was kind of like a middle ground. So you plumbed all the ops for nitrous. I'm only doing actually four of the seven. Okay. And my, lo my logic behind that is I have open base. Um, I have one surgical suite. I, I saw that uh, open base. I like open base. Open base. Yeah. Well, not only that in New Jersey, they have a law. You need to have a sink in every operatory, right? But if you have open bays, you can put a sink in between it to use for two rooms. So that, in my head, that saves me maybe money and not putting a sink in every room, especially when we're plumbing overhead. So like that, that's why I did it that way too. Dude, I can't even imagine plumbing through the ceiling. Like that's wild to me. It's, it's a big thing in New York City, unfortunately, because a lot of people can't run. Their, if you're on the 30th floor and you can't run your wires underneath, how, what, oh, you're going to have to go above. Yeah. And, and that, I didn't want drop top ceilings, honestly, yeah. but I needed to do it in the operatories because they're running above. And just in case there's ever an issue, at least they can get through instead of busting open sheetrock. Oh, oh my, I'm, I'm really excited. Are you, are you posting the progress of the space as you go along on your social media? Sort of, but like the past six weeks, I haven't had any updates. So like, you know what I mean? Like I can only take so many photos of just the framing there, like not, not much else. So it's just like, I try to, but once the things start moving a little bit more, I'm going next week. I think next Thursday, he said the sheetrocking will be done. I'll start posting more about that too. Do you have a YouTube channel, Nick? So I do. Like I actually have a YouTube channel. I have a TikTok that I don't use. Uh, and I also have like a Twitter. I have them all just because I know if I'm doing it on all four platforms, even if I don't post that much, even if I get one patient from YouTube, or something like that. Like there's, there's people now that use YouTube, like Google, like oh, they go on. 100%. Yes. They go on YouTube and they go best dentist in Jersey city. It's crazy. And if you don't have a video, they're not going to find you. Okay. So like you need, you need to have them all, unfortunately. And I, I I'm hoping to post more because like I'm moving my brother back as a full-time videographer at my office Nice. when it opens. Oh so I'm going to be able to pump out content. That is freaking so money video yeah. is everything these days 
Yep. Yep. The more you can put out, the more quality you can put out, the better, you know? And like, I've been fortunate. Like I just like, I had a good year this year via Instagram sponsored posts. Okay. Um, and before actually I signed on this, I just was very pumped about it. So I'm going to tell you, like I signed a deal with Amex for like, like a lot. So like uh, that, that pays my videographer, my brother gets a 25% cut of anything that I make via Instagram. Okay. So like, that is, that's why I do that. Cause that's able me to do these little other things Buy my sprint rate printer, because I just signed a deal. You know what I mean? So like there's benefits other than patient facing benefits on your Instagram. Nick, I just, uh, I want to be like you when I grow young. No, no, you don't want to be like me. I have too many mental disturbances. You know, I, mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't sleep. I just like think about Instagram posts and Wait, like, no, uh, um, okay. Speaking of sleep, I don't know. If are you really not sleeping that well? I don't, I never sleep. I like, I, I sleep, eat too. I sleepwalk in my sleep and I eat in my sleep. Uh, I, I didn't know if I touched on this last night, but like it got so bad that like my parents used to like lock the fridge. And so like, I couldn't eat. I don't even remember it. And like, it started after, yeah, it started after undergrad. So like it started literally right after I graduated from undergrad, I took two years off for dental school and it started like I used to when I used to, I moved back home after college, right? I used to walk downstairs in my boxes in the middle of the night and my mom would see me just eating peanut butter straight from the jar of my hand and stuff like that. And she was like, I've never seen, she was like, I was frightened because the one time I called out your name, I turned around and looked at her like that and I trudged by her and I like elbowed her in the middle of the night. I didn't remember any of it. That yes. is freaking wild. Did you ever try to like get in a car and drive or anything like that? No, 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 no. I, I, I don't take it that far. And like, the thing is like, we thought it was from stress applying to dental school. And they were like, maybe once you get into dental school, it'll stop. Oh, I got into dental school, didn't stop. And then like, it just kept going. And then like, even when like my girlfriend, we've been dating for like three or four years now, when I first started dating her, I was like, just heads up. <laughs> if you don't lock your sweets and chocolates away, Dr. Nick's going to come out at night and eat all of them. <laughs> and she's like, no, you're, you're, you're definitely awake. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> and she, she found out the hard way. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. So, um, I really do feel like we're twins cause I, I have crazy sleep disorder problems too. So much so that now I am, um, I'm on a prescription drug and I just got an aura ring to track, but like, can you wear that though? Like I'm such a light sleeper. If I have a watch or anything on, I can't sleep. Like even my chain, I can't sleep in my chain cause I'm such a light sleeper and you can sleep with that on. I've um I've only had it for one night. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought you were a veteran. You're like, yeah, I'm on yeah. this now. I got it yesterday. <laughs> I, I wore it for one night, but it's it's really cool because it gave me a sleep score. Um, maybe you can get Aura to sponsor. Um, <laughs> no, but like my my REM sleep, and that's the that's the sleep that we really need, right? Like yep. for for mental. Res- rejuvenation or something Mm -hmm. like that that sounds really yeah that sounds right um it's so low like i so even though i am sleeping i'm not getting that actual restful sleep which is crazy what what time do you go to bed i try to go to bed at nine and do you have any children i don't think you do do you What you do, you do, you do. I, I saw him at the office. No, no, now, now I remember. So your sleep schedule is going to be much different, obviously, because I don't have any kids. So like, what, what time do you try to go to bed again? You said I nine. At nine. And what, what time do you wake up? Five. Yeah. What about you? A, I'm, I'm the same. Me and my girlfriend, like, I get home from work at, let's say, 637. I work out usually first thing in the morning. So like, I get home, I eat dinner, we lay in bed by eight o'clock. Nice. I, the thing is like I, when I tell people I sleep, like I don't really sleep. So like yeah. my buddies will text me and they'll be like, I thought you don't sleep. Why didn't you respond? Like they don't do this anymore, but they used to. And like, yeah. I just turn off my phone. I don't look at my phone after a certain time at night. Even if I'm awake, I'm not looking at my phone. I try yeah. not to, unless I like wake up and like I'm scrolling on Instagram, but like me, nine o'clock, our alarms are set for five every day. Sometimes a little bit earlier, sometimes a little bit later, depending on the day, but steady sleep schedule. That's the only thing that's like kind of help. but. You know, I don't need much sleep. Supplements. So when I when I first uh, when we first like found out this like years ago um, when I first started it, I actually went to a doctor and 
they prescribed me an anti-anxiety medication. They uh, prescribed me an, like a sleep medication. I never took the anti-anxiety medication because like the one that they prescri- like, prescribed me, I looked it up online. Like it can change your like attitude and mood. And like I had nothing wrong with my attitude and mood like that I wanted to change. So I got afraid. So I, I didn't take that. I tried the sleeping, the Ambien, the sleeping pill that he gave. And then I also tried magnesium. I tried uh, melatonin. None of that worked. None of it works for me. If I take magnesium, the only thing that happens is I have wicked dreams. If I do fall asleep for five minutes, I have like a like a wicked dream that like my girlfriend left me or like uh, murderers running after me. And I'm like, that's why I don't take magnesium anymore for bed. Oh, my gosh. Oh my and Kois recommends it too. <laughs> oh, okay. So speaking of Kois and speaking of sleep, I have to tell you this funny story and then I know we're totally over, so I will let you go. But um, you want to know the funniest um, story? <laughs> so what? it was my last course at Kois and I was going on three days of no sleep. Like I could not sleep in the hotel room. I was waking up, tossing and turning every 90 minutes. I'm like, what the heck is wrong with me? And my husband, Brian, he flew in to see me graduate and go on the boat cruise and all that stuff. So I told him, I was like, honey, I I have a stash of gummies. Um, (laughs) I need you to bring them. Like, I don't ever use them, but I need you to bring them. (laughs) So he was looking all over and he found it and he's like, oh crap, I, can I bring this on the plane? I don't even know. So he, he packed it and he gave it to me. And because it was going on day three, I was like, okay, I'm just going to take the whole gummy. I don't even remember what the dose was. And Are we talking gummies here? I just want to yeah, clarify. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> gummies, like the whole shebang. Um, I, I took the whole freaking thing, Nick, thinking I was going to be like, I'm going to catch up on three days of sleep. I woke up at midnight so high and I tried to go, like, I didn't realize I was this high until I got out of bed. Cause I went to go use the restroom. I had to like grip. The <laughs> You're like falling over. <laughs> I was, I was gripping the walls. I made it safely to the toilet, but like I, I had the worst like anxiety of my life. Like I felt like my heart was beating outside of my chest to the point where I kept waking up Brian. I was like, I think this is how I'm going to die. Like this is legit my story. I, I'm, I'm freaking out, and he's like, "You're fine. Go to sleep." He says he doesn't even remember because Brian sleeps really. Uh. Were, were you phased the next day, all day? I was freaking high in class <laughs> until 11 a.m. So John is like talking about all this, like, you know, dental stuff. And I'm like, good God, all I want to do is like, <laughs> and like go to sleep. It was so embarrassing. And when I finally got out of it, I'm like, I am never doing that in my life. Like, this is <laughs> awful. So, yeah. <laughs> that does it does help with sleep though the gummies I'm not gonna lie it it, it does the times that I've done it, it it helped me with sleep and I did it at Koi once or twice because they have uh one of those gummy shops right around the corner and one of the guys I was taking a course is like let's just go man it's gonna be awesome and then it was like four o'clock in the course and it ends at six and I just like look over at him and I just see him put the gummy in his mouth the last two hours and it's like what are you doing man <laughs> like I'll fall asleep and he was like you're gonna do and he texts me do it and I'm like no but there are people that do it <laughs> oh my gosh well on that note um this will wrap up session two with nick and um so we already have something else on the books so that we have two good two more good see that's us being consistent and we can talk more about your practice and your home life and all the things and the practice will be probably a little bit more so a little more done hopefully (laughs) absolutely so um thank you for spending your time with us today nick Um, Thank you, Ashley. Oh, my gosh. Always so much fun hanging out with you. And I hope you have a fantastic weekend. I hope you get some sleep. Goodness. We'll we'll try. We'll try. (laughs) But. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of the Making of Limitless Dental. Please reach out to Nick. And um, he he can be found at Dr. Nick, right? Dr. Uh, Dr. Nick C. Dr. Nick C. 
Theonixie on Instagram. Theonixie <laughs> on Instagram. If you want to hang out with Nick and I and a bunch of the most badass docs in the industry, make sure to join us in Sonoma for um, for an actual vacation. Yeah, no, it's going to be unreal. So um, yeah, excited, excited to, um, to to meet you in person, but also excited to just record with you more consistently. And Me too, um, me too. I'm excited. And thanks again for the invite. I, I can't wait to come. Oh my gosh. Well, we're, we're stoked to have you and, and your beautiful girlfriend. Um, yep. And I know she's excited because you guys have never been to wine yep. country. And she's never even been to California. So it's going to be something oh, for her too. Goodness. Okay. So just take the whole week. Okay. <laughs> With as long as the flight is like, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we'll have a good weekend and we'll catch you on the next episode of the making of take care.